Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. Welcome back to another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here at the South Point, the VEASAN Studios in the South Point Hotel Casino. And if we're chuckling a little bit, it's because we just lost the last two minutes <laughs> off of our life talking about professional wrestling off hey, the hey, air. Hey, come on. So, so, we're throwing it back, though. I couldn't name people now, but we can still name uh, the, the Sergeant Steamboat Slaughter, and Ricky Steamboat. Blackjack yeah. Mulligan in the old days. So somebody went to a wrestling match the other night. He might be sitting behind the glass right now, and so we're just shaking our head at him right now. So, But anyway. It's and we're going from wrestling now to racing, right? Wrestling so racing. it's time to talk a little bit of racing. This past weekend, Tyler Reddick finally got off the Schneid, got his first win, and he beat a very dominant Chase Elliott, a guy who knew a little something about a lot of runner-up finishes before he finally got the win. Um, I guess I'm a little surprised that Reddick's first win came on a road course, but we've been picking him that he was going to be a winner since the very beginning of the season. Yeah, no, he and and look, it's the the win with Chase Elliott reminiscent I I felt bad for Chase when I got my win in 14 out dueled Chase for the win there and and if you didn't if you're let's say you're a casual race fan, right? You you listen to your Vison listener that listens for football and basketball and you end up coming across this racing show that we talk about. You want to see one of the most exciting finishes I mean, what Tyler Reddick and Chase Elliott put on with, what was it, eight to go or something like that, six to go, whatever, phenomenal racing. I mean, just great-looking racing for Tyler Reddick to get his first career win at Road America, a place that I love. And, I mean, big return for betters, too, if you bet him. Oh, it was. He was 25-1 to to win the race, a plus 700 for top three. On the negative line, 125 to beat Harvick. It was his only head-to-head matchup. Group D, he was plus 275 and 15-1 to to be the top Chevy. And the Chevys really dominated the running order. Chase Elliott coming in second. Kyle Larson was third. So Chevys kind of ran the whole top top three spots. No, the whole top five. Top five was all them. I mean, it, look, it fifteen to one. No kidding, because you had Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain, all these guys that have been, you know, Daniel Suarez, all these guys that have been the most recent winners have all been Chevys. So I mean, fifteen to one was a great return on him. But man, way to go! I mean, heck of a race. Really proud of Tyler and that whole crew. And and I'm bummed. You know, I'm going to give some Austin Dillon love for a minute. 
We talked to him before the race, did some did some stuff. He was running top ten until he exploded a brake caliper. Well, brake but he had made contact with another car, which I think precipitated that's what, that. That's what damaged it. But, I mean, he was on his track for another career best finish with a Chevrolet. Chevrolet's absolutely dominated that. Looks like they were the top five, two four, three fours, then Chevy. So, I mean, they were six of the top ten. No Toyotas. In the top ten. No, and I want to say one thing about Austin Dillon. What a an unselfish act and great teammate that he was. Because Making sure there was a really good chance that he would have brought out the caution if he tried to get around the pit road. And he pulled off in an area, and he pretty much knew he was going to ride the last two laps of the race out over there, but he didn't screw it up for Tyler to get his win. I thought that was a really class act. Oh, a couple, it's, it's a smart move. <laughs> you remember, well, well, yeah. That's, I mean, but, that's, but Grandpa is the boss. Uh, hey. <laughs> but, but Grandpa still wants to win the race, right? Yes. <laughs> um, our props, you know, a little talking of props, we talked about Tyler Reddick being 15-1. to 1. Chris Buescher. Look, he comes in, finishes. Uh, he finishes seventh. He's the top Ford. He's plus nine hundred in there. I mean, it's just two road courses in a row where we've seen Chris Busher run really well. And look at the top Toyota. Look at the number on the top Toyota. Seventh. Yeah, that's no thirteenth. Uh, oh, it's right, thirteenth. Um, top Toyota's thirteenth. Oh yeah, I was looking at the top. Martin Ford. Truex right. Jr. is thirteenth right. plus two seventy. I mean, that, a plus two seventy wins the top Toyota, and it was still Martin Truex Jr. who was the favorite. But man. I mean, that was, that's an awful day well, for the Toyota. And in defense of Kyle Busch, he ended up having to start at the rear because he had to make unapproved adjustments. Then he gets into a crash in the first stage, and it was very, very difficult to pass at Road America, and yes, I think was. that made it very hard. Now, one thing Tyler Reddick's win did is it gave us our 13th winner, and we still have eight races to go. And, I mean, you and I have been saying since we were about, what, six different winners in the first six races, we've got a better chance to go above that 16 number this year than we've ever had. Talk about some of these guys that don't have wins right now that are on the outside. Look, I, I'm, you look at the points, how they sit now in the, in the NASCAR standings. Remember, we, there's difference between playoff standings and points, right? We're, we always talk on this show about the NASCAR standings, which is the playoff standings, which has Chase Elliott now at the lead with his two wins and leading the points. But you look down at the bottom of this to the guys with zeros. Now, remember, we always say, if you win, you're in, right? You win, you're in. Well, that only 16 people are in. So right now, Daniel Suarez is the lowest number of points with a win. He has 420 points. Ryan Blaney won last year. Martin Truex Jr. won last year. Christopher Bell won last year. You've got Eric Almirola and Kevin Harvick, who both are perennial yearly winners. You've got guys like Austin Dillon right now, who is out of the points, or not even on this screen because they've moved so far down with guys that have bumped up behind them. We could see 17 winners this year. We've said it for a while. We thought we waned for a minute. Now that we've got Daniel Suarez and Tyler Reddick in there, Jeff, we just talked about it. The schedule coming up, you've got... Before the playoffs start, we've got a super speedway race this weekend in Atlanta, which, as we know, is a crapshoot, your favorite word, and Daytona right before the playoffs. And we still have two more road courses. By the way, who won all three road courses this year? Uh, First-time career winners this year. Chastain won on a road course. Suarez won on a road course. Reddick wins on a road course. So who else is out there that could potentially win on a road course? There, I mean, look, there's lots of guys. I mean, Michael McDowell could still win on a road course. He was a top 10 this but weekend. wouldn't be a first career win. Wouldn't I'm be a first career win. could but, get their first but, career win out you know, there. You, there's guys that, you know, that have been running well that could still make Justin Haley. It's not his first career win, again, but, you know, with the Dingers' help, he could get there. We got guys that are, Eric Jones has been running well. There's some guys that we still could see 
we could get to 17 winners to have a battle for that last hole in the playoffs. You could have a winner to go home this year. Well, you got to look at it right now and think Daniel Suarez, Chase Briscoe, Kurt Busch, Austin Sendrick, maybe even a little bit Tyler Reddick. Those guys kind of have to feel like they're racing each other they're a little still bit in points. to make sure yeah. that we're not that last guy with a win. You know, Denny Hamlin's really lucky. He's way below everybody in points, but he's got two wins. He's only got 394 points. points. He's yeah. he's like in, he's not even in the top 20 in points right now, but he's got the two wins, so he's pretty much locked. He's definitely locked himself in. Well, and that's why it's it's sometimes the viewers may get confused at home when you talk about points versus NASCAR standings. The points, you know, right now because the NASCAR standings show Christopher Bell in 16th. Christopher Bell in points is not 16th in points. Christopher Bell is eighth in points, but he hasn't won a race. Daniel Suarez, sixteenth in the standings, standings, not in points. So it gets it gets convoluted when you're I trying agree. to figure out. But basically, put the guys with wins up. If everybody wins, then you revert back to points. And Daniel Suarez in points, he actually is seventeenth in points. He's there, but like you said, uh, uh, where Denny Hamlin's up to twentieth now. So I mean, you got Denny Hamlin in twentieth. Guys that are behind this, where Austin Dillon, not on this screen, is nineteenth in points, but he's not on the top eighteen in the standings. Now there's five guys who are locked into the playoffs. They've got the two wins. Chase Elliott, Chastain, Logano, Byron, Hamlin. So I want to ask you a question, and I know we talked about this a little bit off the air. Right now, if you were any of those five guys, it is all about playoff points. Chase Elliott had, without question, a playoff point in hand. He he allowed it to go away to try to win the race, which is fine. My argument is win the first stage – don't worry about the second stage. Get yourself in position. Then go try to win the race. But at least take that point that's in hand. You could have. He didn't and ended up getting zero playoff points. You could have. I mean, I'm I'm not against it. I just, to me, I still look at this and say that you're racing for the win. His crew chief thought that the best strategy was to to do what we thought would do, which is pit right before you know the the run the race backwards, not go for the stage point. But your point is valid. He could have got himself an easy stage point right there. And stage points, I mean, we talked about it years ago with Kevin Harvick. You know, that's what saved him one of the years, and that's what hurt him the next year when he had no points and didn't make the, the next round of the playoffs. So, you know, it, it very easily he could have done it. And and I agree that you got to sacrifice the second stage, but I think he could have won the first stage and still been in the same position to have won the race by the third stage because he would have had a long time to make up a lot of positions. And he we could. know he would have made up a bunch under green in the second stage, could have used a little pit strategy. That, that, and it, it, look, it's great to be, you know, the what the armchair quarterback oh, yeah, no, and to go back always and, easy to sit here and do it. drive in the rearview yeah. mirror kind of thing. So, But, you know, it, it's something like you got the one in the hand, the two in the bush. No way. There's a statement saying on that. All right. Well, we were talking a little bit about the races coming up. You mentioned the two road courses. You also mentioned the two super speedways. In addition to this week in Atlanta, we've also got three tracks that – We've raced on for a number of years, somewhat, con- I would call at least two of them very conventional racetracks. After Atlanta, we're going to Loudon, New Hampshire, the, the Magic Mile there. Then we make our only stop of the year in Pocono. Um, we've been racing twice a year there, probably since the early 70s. So only one race at Pocono, which you and I kind of like describe it as it's an, it's an oval and a road course because you can pit it like pit. a road yep. course. Uh, then we talked about the road course in Indianapolis before we go to Michigan. Another track we used to race twice at a lot. There's only going to be one stop at Michigan. And so we talk about diversity in the schedule, super speedway, mile track, 
a triangle that I don't know how to describe, uh, another road course, and a two-mile. Tricky triangle. The tricky triangle. You know, I, what's funny is every time we put up the, the upcoming schedule, we say, man, how diverse the schedule is. Every week we see how diverse it is. I mean, it's pretty amazing when you look at the tracks we've gone to. But this is going to be fun. And I still, like you said, there's weird things have happened at Pocono to get a new winner. Uh Michigan lends itself to uh, lends itself to fuel mileage races, which gives itself you know a chance to get a random winner. I think we're going to get seventeen. Well, and even before the playoffs are over, we're going to see that diversity because it's not on list here because we've only got five. But the other three races, you talked about the road course at Watkins Glen. We've also got Richmond in there, a three-quarter mile track, which did not lend itself as good to the next-gen car in the first race. We'll see what kind of improvements they've made. They've done some testing there. And then, as you talked about, we go to Daytona. So the diversity we're going to see over these entire next eight races before the playoffs is pretty remarkable. Yep, it's it's we've got a really good run going here, where the fans are getting what they want. And like you mentioned, it first track that we go back a second time to with this car, Richmond, very boring. This uh, weekend's our first. Oh, that's right. Sorry, this yeah, weekend. Yeah. But but Richmond, the only conventional track where right now this become a, a Co- super speedway. Correct, correct. So I mean, we're, we're going to see what they what changes they made to this car and what teams have gained on the car the most. Well, we talked about the fact that we're going to be going back to Atlanta for the second time now. So we come back on Gone Racing. We'll start breaking down the race in Atlanta. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. And this uh, week we're breaking down the first uh, revisit to a track with the next-gen car. We're heading to Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend for the Quaker State 400. William Byron was last year's winner. He was 15-1 to 1 to Spring, win a plus March. 400 for a top three. What Last March. What did I say? Last year. Last year? Yeah, last March. Yeah, earlier this year, exactly. The, 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 basically, the first race they had at Atlanta that was a super speedway-style race is why we're going so why we're putting so much emphasis on 
the the last race here because it was a different race at Atlanta. D- different had. track with a different car. So right. we're finally getting a little bit of some data points yep. to look off of. Ross Chastain kind of burst on the scene there, yep. a plus 700. Kurt Busch, third place, plus 550, did not finish third in the race, was credited with third because, remember, Christopher Bell finished third, was penalized for passing below the line and ended up having to go to the rear of the field there. Um, but other guys have some different names that we saw on the board in that first race. Daniel Suarez was fourth. Corey LaJoy, probably best career finish, a fifth. Then we had Elliott, Busher, Truex, Logano, Bowman. Uh, not really shocks there. Maybe a good run for Busher. Um, but Atlanta definitely kind of raised its head and said this could be a wild affair. And you know another guy that's not on that top ten right there who ran really, really well Bubba. all day long was Bubba Wallace. And we know how good he's been on the super speedways. Yeah, you know, this this week I have my stats pulled up to show us up against the, the super speedway races instead of the old Atlanta stats. So that's why I've got pulled those up. And and there's going to be some numbers here when we talk odds to win in top three that uh, if this plays out like it did the first time, we could have some, some pretty spectacular numbers. And we're guaranteed a double-digit winner this week. Yeah, we absolutely are. So let's get into the odds to win. Our favorites, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney, and Chase Elliott, all at 10 to 1. Then throw a huge blanket over the 12 to 1s. William Byron, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, and Bubba Wallace, all at 12. Tyler Reddick and Daniel Suarez at 15. Martin Trix Jr., Christopher Bell at 20. Kurt Busch. Great run in the last race is 25 to 1, along with Chase Briscoe, Austin Sendrick, who won the Daytona 500, another super speedway event, and Alex Bowman, all at 25 to 1. Kevin Harvick, Chris Busher, we talked about him having a top 10, and Austin Dillon, uh, who's a former Daytona 500 winner, coming in at 30 to 1. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is you've got some guys back there like a Kurt Busch, like an Austin Sendrick that you named. You know, it was the Daytona 500 winner this year. These guys, it's a super speedway race now, right? It's going to run that way. Bubba Wallace ran really good. Going to be very difficult, though, for me. Right now, I'm looking at these at the odds to win. And, you know, a lot of times we stay away from the odds to win anyway. But this week, I've if you want me to pick a winner, it's I last couple weeks I've been picking winners. You know, got one a couple weeks ago, but it's... It's just so tough to do it this week. I mean, there's guys on the second page, Jeff, that I think have a chance to win this race that I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't even be surprised if Corey LaJoy at 250 can win this race. Well, and I don't disagree with you. Looking at the second page we've got here, Eric Almirola is also 30-1. Uh, to 1. A, a super speedway great, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Michael McDowell, yeah. former Daytona 500 winner, both at 35-1. to 1. Eric Jones, Brad Keselowski, and if Keselowski's got a chance to win, this, this is maybe it. have to be one of them at 40-1. to 1. Justin Haley at 50-1. to 1. Cole Custer, 100-1. to 1. And then we got long shots, Ty Dillon, Todd Gilliland, Harrison Burton, Noah Gregson, Corey LaJoy, all at 250-1. to 1. And one one thing that jumps out at me there on this, Brendan, you have to go all the way to the 250 to ones to find any driver who does not have a Cup Series win in his career anywhere on the list now. You got to go all the way to 250 to one. Holy cow. I didn't look at that. Yeah, I'm just looking down there because Stenhouse, McDowell has one, Jones has one, Brad K. Haley, Haley, ha- won at Haley has one, it, it, Cole Custer has one. Exactly. So you have to go all the way <laughs> well, to Ty, Ty Dillon, Dillon to find anyone who does. So g- having anyone get their first cup win of their career it's is going to be a triple very, digit. Very, it's going to be it's going to be a triple digit and a big triple digit that's going to be a very tall order yeah i mean but like i said i'm just looking through stats looking at what was here i mean Corey lajoy finished fifth in the last race here had a good run chris busher we've talked about the rfk woes the road courses have been great for chris busher 
and the Speedway racing. And Chris Buescher finished seventh in that race. You know, Brad Kay, that was one of his best finishes of the year at 12th, you know, early on. I mean, he's been struggling. That was one of his best ones. So really, really difficult for me to pick a winner in the 40-man horse race here. You know, we talked about Bubba Wallace, Austin Dillon, Eric Almarola being the, a guy who could steal a bid, if you will, or, you know, that's outside that top yep. 18 or whatever. But there's no question, Chris Buescher and Brad Keselowski and Eric Jones, all three of those guys, to me, are contenders to win this week. Well, yeah, the only problem that Brad Keselowski has to still make the make the championship is uh, he's barely holding on to the top 30 in points. Well, that's true, but a win would do a lot to getting him a lot more points. And he's going, going to start seeing some tracks for the second time. And what do you think? And do you think guys like Corey LaJoy, now that these veteran teams... He's, these, 30, he's 30th points, 26 points out of 29th. Yeah, but I'll tell you, a win would pro- probably move him up a little bit <laughs> just, more. Wow. But a guy like Corey LaJoy, he also might have been the beneficiary of the fact that no one really knew how this next-gen car was going to go. You've got to believe the work that's been done by Gibbs, by Hendrick, by yeah. Stuart Haas, by Penske is certainly going to make it tougher for a guy like Corey LaJoy to have a top-five run. Absolutely. They started the season very strong, Corey did, and and had a bunch of, of – they run off at the start of the season a string of top-15 finishes that were pretty impressive. Uh, but I do agree that, that other organizations have gained since that third, whatever this was, fourth race of the season. So it could be tougher, but still – he was still there, and it's still a super speedway race where Coy's run very well and been at the end of many of the super speedway races in the last few years. So it's a, it's a tough one to handicap for the win for me. And do you think there's any sense of desperation on the, the for guys like Blaney, Truex, Bell, Harvick, who, I mean, they don't have that win. And, and I think in past years, if you were Blaney or Truex in particular, you would have been sitting there saying, well, look, I'm solid in points even if I don't get a win. But I don't think you can feel that way oh, right now. Uh, let, let's talk about points. Ryan Blaney is second in points. But he's 14th in the standing. Second in points. You're telling me that Ryan Blaney is second in points and is on the cusp of not making the playoffs. I am telling you that. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I think that I mean, I'm sure there are NASCAR fans out there screaming, that's what's wrong with this point system. I think that's awesome. Look, I've always said there should be an emphasis on winning. I think we've been they saying did. that for years. They, and and they, they have they, an emphasis that's why on they winning. did this. That's Absolutely. why they did this. All right, let's take a look at our top threes. They kind of mirror our, our odds to win, other than the fact that the numbers are much smaller. It's going to be harder to get a double-digit top three this week. Um, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott are 350. Byron, Kyle Busch, Logano, Hamlin, Larson, and Wallace all at 400. Reddick and Suarez, 450. Truex Bell at 550. Kurt Busch, Chase Briscoe, Austin Sendrick, Alex Bowman all at 600. Harvick, Busher, and Austin Dillon all at 800. <laughs> it just mirrors what we talked about. It's kind of like I mean, the odds to win, I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing my sheets, going, going, trying to look at head-to-head matchups, group matchups, and seeing where I'm going to make my bets this week because, you know, I mean, picking the top three is going to be difficult. But what I'm going to say is do it. I'm going to probably try to say if I do, I'm going to do it around manufacturer roles, right? Like we talk about Daytona and Talladega. If the Chevys get together, you're going to have a Ross Chastain, a Chase Elliott, a William Byron, you know, up there battling with each other. If you go to the Ford camp, you're going to have the Blaney's and the Logano and probably the the Austin Cindricks and you know up there and the Toyotas you know they're the small camp so if the Toyota group gets near the front you're going to see a you know a heck of a run of them pushing and beating and banging uh, it's just it's tough for me to pick top threes and wins man I'm I'm look I'm going to wait till we get to the get to the uh, groups and head to heads and have to heavy load those well and one thing about the manufacturers running together you know we've tended to have these some of these late 
cautions in some of these races. And with the double file restart, it's tough to get them all back. It's, it's hard to it's get hard, them yeah. back together. Strange bedfellows get made at the end of these races. That that was why I always used to joke when I was there. You wanted me because the Chevy guys wouldn't want me to work with them. So. Who do you want to, you know, yeah, I could be anybody's friend. I'm a free agent at the end of the race. And that's one of those things. You get a Corey LaJoy in there at the end of that race. He don't care what it is. Corey wants to go push himself to the wind. So it, it makes this thing where there's crapshoot all around. Well, and early and in the middle part of the race, if you've got two manufacturers side by side, whoever's in the lead is probably going to take the outside. The inside the, guy's yeah, going to let him yeah. come down. But if it's a green-white checkered or there's less than five laps to go, you don't have well, teammates really then, right? Well, no, you do. But the problem is if I'm the guy like – if if I got two teammates – Tell Joey you know, Logano the, and Brad Keselowski well, that. True. But if days. I got two guys side by side that are teammates and I am going and I know they're going to pull the let the guy slide down, if I'm the guy in third, I push the guy in first. I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't letting you do this. We're going to keep digging. You know what I mean? It, it becomes where you have to play offensive defense from the second row. So it's it gets tough, man. It's, it's The top threes are going to be difficult. The wins are going to be difficult. I think when we get to the next section, I'm going to – worry more about what we uh well, let's take a look at our long shot top threes here too eric almarola's coming in at plus 800 stenhouse mcdowell jones keselowski at 10 haley's 12 custer 15 harrison burton lajoy 25 gilliland ty dillon gregson all at 50 to 1 wouldn't be shocked if any of those guys were to sneak in there and get a top three i mean any of them can ty dillon is a great you know super speedway racer he knows how to sneak his way up in there uh, we've already talked that you know guys like guys like Corey have run so well. Brad Keselowski, you know, had a tough season. This is his place to kind of to go. Harrison Burton is going to be those with those Penske Fords, you know, put right in the middle of that. So there's guys that can be it. That's why I said this is going to be way too tough for me to pick a top three or a winner. Well, and I think it wouldn't even be shocking to see. You know, Noah doesn't run that many races, but we know he's in a car that's capable of getting up there, capable of running well. So, okay, when we come back on Gone Racing. We've got driver head-to-head matchups to go through. And we'll get started in our group matchups talking about this weekend's Quaker State 400 at Atlanta Motor Speed. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check out the Gone Racing Podcast. It's free and available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each NASCAR Cup Series race. The Gone Racing Podcast is free and available now at vsin.com slash podcast. And while you're there, catch up on all the other vsin shows as well. Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone, breaking down the Quaker State 400 at Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend. It's our first trip to a track for the second time with the new next-gen car. And we're going to get right into our driver head-to-head matchups. We don't really go through these individually. Um, looking at some of them, we don't have any huge disparities. Probably the biggest one on the board, which is interesting that it's even up there. Uh, Michael McDowell, a plus 125 <laughs> against Bubba Wallace is minus 145. But I will tell you I, the one. I like that. That's the most random one we've ever had. I like that one. It is but. definitely random. But one, the one, and look, it's not a big return. But the one that kind of jumps out at me, because I kind of like shake my head a little bit, Austin Sendrick coming in at a plus 105 to Christopher Bell's minus 130. Austin Sendrick, the Daytona 500 winner. We know Bell ran well at Atlanta, got penalized on the last lap. But that one is probably the one to me that I say, hmm. 
Well, I mean, look, Cindric did not run well there that day. And other than the Daytona win, you know, he kind of had faded since then. So uh, it, it is that is kind of to me should be backwards, especially with as well as Christopher Bell's been running lately. So I think that's a good one to jump on is, is, you know, I take the C bell at minus minus one thirty Cause I think that's a, that's a, a, I think he should be minus 200 if you want the truth. But, you know, even though Austin Cindric is the Daytona 500 winner, what I'm looking at Roth start is just Daniel Suarez, even money versus Kyle Busch minus minus one twenty. Kyle Busch absolutely hates super speedway racing. And the trend continued at Atlanta, where he got into a wreck and he and he got out saying this was the dumbest race you know ever. He doesn't like it. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to be at this track. So Daniel Suarez, who came in top five that race, finished fourth with stage points in each stage. I like the even money bet. One other driver head to head, I kind of find a little bit curious up there. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. getting a plus one hundred five against Chase Briscoe's minus one twenty five. You know Stenhouse. I mean, look, look. The guy's been fairly consistent on everything except maybe the road courses, although he did win me some money last week. <laughs> um, but Stenhouse has proven on these big super speedways that he's actually pretty good out there. Yeah, he always has been. We always joke that he's either going to wreck the whole field or he's going to finish well, and that's what we always we'll always joke with that Stenhouse. Was, that was Brendan who said that. I, hey, sure listen, we distinguish it's, the voice. It's all <laughs> he he knows that it. it's okay. But you know, Chase Briscoe is a very good restrictor plate super speedway racer. So you know, I mean, I think that's where it's going on that end. But I, I do like that. I do like Austin Dillon plus one hundred five to Kurt Busch's minus one twenty five. You know, Kurt also kind of doesn't really care for this type of racing anymore. He's past that age of. He finished well here. Like you said, he finished third, but I think he would just happen to be in the right place at the right time and kind of stayed where he was to get that finish. If he ain't there, he don't really want to be playing in the pack. No, and Kurt's one of those guys, though, who I think has – he understands the draft. He knows yes. how the draft yes. works. And I think that lends that, – that serves him well late in races as long as he is around to see the finish. Yes. You don't see Kurt finish – 15th on these no, tracks very no, often. He's, he's, he's top first five to fifth or out or of the top 30th. 25. Yes. Exactly. So, Kurt, kind of, if he's in it late, look out. He'll be there. He'll be a contender. All right, let's move over into our groups. And now, keep in mind, this is going to be very similar to what we've seen in past years at Daytona and Talladega. We're not seeing guys that are plus 225s. We're not seeing guys that are plus 350s. We're going to see everybody kind of packed together. We'll start out right in our group A. Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain, and our race winner from the spring, William Byron, all at plus 270. Ryan Blaney, a guy who had great success on the old Atlanta at plus 275. Uh, boy, to me, that's a tough group right there. What I see is three Chevys and one Ford. So in my world, you can bet, you can go on the manufacturer role there and say Ryan Blaney's the lone Ford. If the Fords can get teamed up at the front of that pack and have that run, you got Ryan Blaney at 275. Um, otherwise, the, the, of the three Chevys, which one is going to happen to be in the lead at that last push, at the last restart type thing? So to me, bet Blaney only because you've got the lone Ford in the group. You don't have to differentiate between the three Chevrolets, which will be working together and you know being frenemies until that last lap. And I think we saw back in March, that was really the kind of situation we got. Byron was the Chevy that was out yep. front on the last restart. Byron ends up getting the win. Chastain comes in, finishes second. And this is a big race always for Chase Elliott. This is his hometown track. 
You know, it's it's actually a track that's not Martin Truex Jr.'s hometown track. It's Chase sure. Elliott's. You sure? I, I don't believe so. A little far south for Martin. Uh, and Logano likes to claim it a little bit, too, because, you know, he actually spent his high school days down in Georgia and raced the Legends cars on the oval there at Atlanta Motor Speedway when he was in high school. Like but it's definitely Chase Elliott's home racetrack. So a little bit more pressure on him there. Now let's take a look, look at Look our, at the name in Group B. Group wow. B. Bubba Wallace. Is the favorite. And again, we know how well Bubba runs on these type tracks. He comes in at plus 260. Then you've got Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, and Joey Logano all coming in at plus 275. You know, Brendan, how I like to say there's always a group where I can make a case why every guy can win it and every guy can lose it. There it is. Right here is there, my, there, every there guy is. can win it, every guy can lose it. And the problem I have with this one is I've got two Toyotas, one Chevy, and one Ford. So I can't do the like I did in Group A, where I said, "Hey, go with Blaney," because if the Fords, you know, get the last push, okay. If the Chevys get the wreck out, so you, you know, here I've got an equally balanced two-one-one. So where do you go? Bubba Wallace's runs great, but I mean, talking Bubba Wallace normally every week, Group F, and here he is in Group B this week, which is rather amusing. Um, I, but yeah, it, the only one I could make a case not for would be Kyle Busch. I've already made that case. Kyle finished 30-something last time, got in a wreck. If you go back to the last 10 uh, Super Speedway races, he's 17th best point getter, one top five in the last 10 Super Speedway races. Kyle Busch hates this stuff. So to me, you got a Toyota, a Ford, and a Chevrolet. I'm, I, just, I couldn't differentiate between this one. The one thing I will say in, in this group is you're going to get a chance to get Kyle Larson at a plus 275 in Group B. That's one that's kind of hard to turn away from a little bit because, look, like you said, Kyle Busch, he does not embrace this type of racing. Logano and Bubba embrace this kind of racing. Kyle Larson, I think he tolerates this kind uh, of racing. Bubba Wallace, second best point getter, last 10 super speedway races. Four top tens, huh? a win in 10 races. Um, Kyle Larson, hold on, let me, let me wait, wait for me. Hold on, give me, wait, oh, wait, hold on, wait. That Georgetown math is coming. Wait, in. no, I'm just I'm just scrolling down the screen. That's how far you have to yeah, go? Yeah, that's to find how far him. you have to go to, to find him. He's 24th best point getter. So I mean, Larson does not like this racing. Well, I won't be picking him anyway. So. I won't pick either one. All right, let's move on to our Group C. Denny Hamlin, who has been one of the top super speedway racers in the sport, comes in as our favorite at plus 260. Last week's winner, Tyler Reddick, at plus 270, along with Christopher Bell. We talked about how well he ran at this race in Atlanta early in the spring, even though he was disqualified or, or was penalized. And then Daniel Suarez, uh, who had a top five here mm -hmm. in the spring at plus 285 as the long shot. They're, they're, that's This is a group where... This is the group I can make the case for dang near all of them. Um, to me, Denny Hamlin, of course, is the perennial, one of the best super speed racers in business. Tyler Reddick, Momentum, also has run well at the super speedways, especially as of late, has run a lot better the last few of them. Christopher Bell ran so well here, you know, run well in Daytona. And, and then Suarez with, you know, he's run, had a great race here before. This one is the toughest one for me to do. And the same thing you got here, two Toyotas. And three and two Chevrolets, tough for me to differentiate this group. I think if there's one thing that sticks out to me, and maybe it's a little bit like I talked about Group B, but Group C even more so, Denny Hamlin. At 260. At 260 yeah. in a Group C. Um, and look, look, I know all three of those other guys could win the race and would not be shocked if, if anybody in this group won the race. But I think if you get an opportunity to bet Denny Hamlin in a Group C, C. at a plus 260, that one is a little bit harder, I think, for me to – for me Tough to leave to on up. the board. Tough to pass up. I don't All disagree. Right. Let's take a look over at our Group D. Our favorite there is Kurt Busch at plus 255. 
Alex Bowman is plus 265, Martin Truex Jr. at 275, and Chase Briscoe, who will be probably the biggest long shot we will see in a group all day, uh, coming in at plus 295. Yeah, I'm just trying to find Alex Bowman. Four top tens in the last ten super speedway races. Not terrible. Finished tenth in this last race. Got a seventh in in, uh, in this race earlier. Got a seventh. Ah, man, it's so tough. But the one I don't like is is Trex Jr. I, I just I just don't totally think agree. I don't feel like if the Toyotas are doing something, Trex is kind of the one that really cares the least about it type thing. And this is tough, man. That this this racing is so mentally difficult, and it's not one of his home tracks. So I um. I, I, I do like Chase Briscoe. I can be talked into. I, I think Chase Briscoe is the youngest of this whole group, has kind of the most energy of this whole group right now. And in the pack of fours, I think Briscoe could be the one I could look at and circle and say, hey, this could be the place that these the Stuart Haas Fords do well. Well, I totally agree with you on Truex. I would discount him completely. Uh, I know Kurt's the favorite there. I think Kurt, while you're right, this may not be his favorite kind of racing, I think he knows it, he understands it. I think Kurt Busch being the favorite there at a plus 255 uh, for me is a little bit hard to pass up. Bowman, like you said, he's been either really good or hadn't been really good there. So he, He's just the in-between guy. You know, he's you, Bowman. When Bowman shows up, he shows up. And then every week we don't talk about him for two weeks straight. And then it's like, hey, look, it's Bowman. Top five again. Yep, there he goes. All right, we come back on Gone Racing. We've got two groups to go, and then we'll talk about our manufacturer picks and give you our picks for this week. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back to our final segment of Gone Racing this week, talking about the <laughs> it, it's just a good thing, folks, that, off that our off the air conversations do not make it on the air sometimes. <laughs> on serious, you have to remember they have a thing called the Marty. They call it. Yeah. Even when you're off air, 
you're on air when you're on Sirius. That was really not good for me. <laughs> no. Oh, that's I can only imagine. <laughs> As I was saying, Jeff Miley, that is Brendan Gone over there. Back our final segment on Gone Racing this week, talking about the Quaker State 400. We're almost at the end of our group matchups, but we've got a couple to go. We're going to go back into the groups at Group E. Kevin Harvick, Austin Sendrick, Al, Eric Almarola, all at plus two sixty-five. Eric Jones at plus two ninety. And all I say is, just say no to this group. Well, I mean, look, Eric Jones is like you said. If I'm looking for a return, Eric Jones is two ninety, best one, and he's not. He runs well on you know super speedways. He was fourteenth here in this last race. Uh, even had some stage points, and he's the he's had four top tens, two top fives, last ten super speedway races. So. You're getting a good return with Eric Jones. And he embraces this kind of racing. And Harvick, we've talked, you know, Harvick, I don't think he really likes this anymore. Um, he's got six top tens, though, in the last 10 races. So I say that. And then you got the Daytona 500 winner, Al Marola, who's always runs good at these places. So every one of them, but Eric Jones is the best return. I can make an argument for him. Yeah, guys like Harvick hate it until he actually until they fire go, the yeah. engine and get the helmet put on, and then it's a race. So, all right, Group F, Brad Keselowski, Austin Dillon, both at plus 265. Chris Busher is plus two seventy five. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. plus two eighty. I'm sorry, Chris, but the, the, we named this group the Chris Busher Group years ago. Uh, you know, with with our guy Ron Flatter and and Busher back in Group F, and he has been top ten in every week lately. He came off top ten in this last race here. I I got to jump on the Busher bandwagon again, man. I'm jumping back on him. I just I, I've I've already got it circled. No in depth analysis from me. I agree. I just <laughs> me too. I just I, I'm with you. I like Busher too. All right, we got our manufacturer props also this week. Take a look at those. Uh, in our top Chevy, Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain are the favorites, plus 550. The March winner, William Byron, along with Kyle Larson, plus 650. Tyler Reddick and Daniel Suarez, 750. Bowman is 10 to 1. Austin Dillon is 14. That guy, Eric Jones, just talking about him at 18, along with Stenhouse. Justin Haley is 25. Noah Gregson, Tyler Dillon, Coyle Joy, 80 to 1. And Josh Balicki won't finish as a top Chevy. No, uh, but you know, I, I have a theory, which is what we were laughing on off air about, which when we get to the next prop, I, I may do something. But here's the thing. It, I, we've, we've already said how the, the returns are very small in a lot of the group matchups, right? And we've said it's a little bit of a struggle trying to pick some of these guys. Well, guess what? I have five units to bet. If I bet Chase Elliott to Tyler Reddick, I'm guaranteed at least a point five as return. long as Alex Bowman or Eric Jones. I, or, don't, I shouldn't say guaranteed. What I mean is, I'm taking myself a five man horse race, hoping that that Suarez and below don't do willing it. Willing to settle for fifty cents. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, this is a tough race. This is a, it's a crapshoot. Crapshoot. Where is Karina to keep our count of crapshoots today? You know, because Atlanta's gone super speedway. There's a lot more crapshoots to be said this yeah, year too. I'm just saying, I've okay. already doubled it down in this race. All right, let's take a look at our top Fords on the board. Ryan Blaney comes in as a top Ford uh, favorite at 450. Logano's 500. Briscoe and Cindric 7. Harvick, Busher, Almarola all at 900. McDowell is 10. Keselowski, 12. Custer, 25. Gilliland, Harrison Burton, both at 50 to 1. So I'm going to foreshadow here. I'm doing this in the Fords. And I even found a way to hedge my bet to get myself even a fourth like Ford on here. So it, you're going to be amused when I make my bets. I'm just going to say that. I can hardly wait. I'll leave it alone. I can hardly wait. All right. <laughs> and let's take our last look is our top Toyotas. Bubba now, Wallace. This and, is amusing. You weren't here. Finish. Sorry. Finish. Right. And I'm going to laugh. Now this, this is where you should do your bet because there's only six of them in the in Yeah, the but I would here. lose. I, could, I wouldn't win anything. Well, okay. Fair point. Unless you took the bottom three. Then I'm just even. All right. Bubba Wallace, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, all plus 400. Christopher Bell, Martin Drix Jr., 500. 
Kurt Busch, the highest finishing Toyota Atlanta in the spring, is the dog. Is the dog at plus five fifty? Well, last week when we had Vinny on the show, we we we, we were just talking with Wyatt off air. Uh, Bubba Wallace was one hundred to one, while everybody else was plus four fifty, five fifty, two seventy. And I had to tell the people that the the, the spread of a one hundred to one. From a plus four hundred, that's four to one to one hundred to one. Like we had to take the time to explain that to the betters. That's how big of a dog Bubba Wallace was last week on the road course. Kind of like he was driving a Zamboni in the yeah, race. That, I mean, basically they were the the, the you know the, this come from DraftKings, I believe, and DraftKings was like, yeah, uh, there's no there's no number big enough to to make us you know level out Bubba. Now he's the favorite at plus 400, which is that might be the biggest swing in the history of betting. That's bigger than the Ross Chastain swing from the start of the season. But you're saying you're not taking him. Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got our championship standings, but I don't think we've really seen uh, anything drastically change. Even even Tyler Reddick didn't really change that much winning because most everybody thought he was going to make playoffs. Kyle Larson's up to 600. I mean, if you want to, now you got a shot to, like we talk, you can get you know Kyle Larson at a decent number at 600 at least. You're going to take him. Now's the time to take him. Yep. All right, let's take a look at how we did last week. Let's not. Um, the only person that actually picked any kind of winner was the guy who's talking on the microphone right now. The guy on vacation. Uh, and, of course, it was kind of, yeah, exactly. And, and it was really kind of like picking up scraps because I had Stenhouse in Group F. But that's the whole key. Whether you're betting Group A on Chase Elliott or you're betting Group F on Stenhouse, money is money. money. Cashing the tickets, cashing the ticket. Exactly. So so that was the only winner. Um, Vinny also didn't. And I feel very bad that Vinny sat in. How about about Vinny Vinny picked Ross Chastain as the top Chevy and lost with the third-place finisher because Chase Elliott And picked him to win the race and lost Lost the third-place finisher. Although I had Kyle Larson to win his group, and I lost. Well, actually, second place Chastain finished fourth. Yeah, that's right. Larson was third, but still, I mean, it was like goodness gracious. So, okay, rough week, but our standings. I'm still keeping my head above the uh, the water there with a plus number. Uh, Pit crew and Brendan, you guys took a little bit of a hit last week, but nothing that a big thirty-five to win one win might particular. Potentially win for somebody this week. So. Oh yeah, look, hey, Wyatt's, Wyatt's back there. He's, he's throwing the dollar yeah, dollar bills. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's already he's for back it. there making it rain behind the glass right now. So, um, but BG, you get to yeah, uh, I get you to get lead to the pick way first again. You're so, kind of getting used to this, I think. So here's the deal. I am. I am. <sighs> is this awkward on air silence? Yeah, this is this here? is the pregnant pause right there. It's just. So here's what I'm doing. I'm starting in the groups, and I'm going Group A with Ryan Blaney. Uh, just because the, what I said with the whole strategy of the thing, Blaney plus 275, he's up against three Chevrolets. I think that that's a, it's a play there based off of a strategy move in the race. Then I'm going to go all the way to Group F because I said, I, I got my man Chris Busher. I mean, he's cashed tickets for us for three seasons on Gone Racing, and he's back in Group F. I got to take him. Then I'm going to do kind of a... a a goofy deal here in the top Ford prop. And that's the only, only thing I'm doing. I'm taking Chase Briscoe at plus 700, Chris Boucher at plus 900, and Eric Almirola at plus 900. So I'm going three Fords, hoping that one of those three guys, the top Ford, and if it happens to be Chris Boucher, he's going to win his group. Well, he may not win his group, but could just, win his group. And I just want to point out to America that this is Brendan's money and not yours. <laughs> <laughs> Is, you're saying there's a reason why I went first? Well, I'm I, I, look. I'm questioning your. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have fun watching the race. That's all you I are because you got a lot of guys you can root for. Okay, I'm on the hook for reading out the pit crew picks real quick. 
I said they're going 35 to 1 on a winner. They're going with Ricky Stenhouse, 35 to 1 to win the race. They got one group pick. They're going Eric Almarola at plus 265. And they have gone into all three of our manufacturer props. William Byron, a plus 650 to be the top Chevy. Ryan Blaney at plus 450 to be the top Ford. And Kurt Busch, the long shot, at plus 550 to be the top Toyota. And then I will get to my picks where I agree with you guys on some stuff and don't agree on some stuff. So I'm going to go in Group C, take Denny Hamlin, who is the favorite there. I like Denny Hamlin there. I'm going Kurt Busch in Group D. And then, Brendan, I am all in with you in Group F with Chris Busher. I like Chris Busher, Group F. And then I'm going to go top Chevy. I'm going plus 650 with William Byron, which the pit crew has. And I'm also going to agree with the pit crew on the top Ford. I'm going with Ryan Blaney at plus 450. So Can I call an audible? Sure. Can I go Joey Logano instead of... Yes, I will, I will make some scribbles on my paper, but if you want Joey I'm, Logano. I'm making an audible. I'm going Joey Logano as my other top Ford. Yeah, I, I'm making I, an audible. I believe you can uh, make I'm on air, on air audible. Yeah, as long as we're still on the air, then I think it's fair <laughs> had, that you're had, allowed to I make I had one change. minute left to make my to make my audible. The, the, the gla- behind the glass right now is scratching their heads going, I don't, they don't know if that's allowed. They don't live, is it like a final answer thing on Jeopardy where you, you Well, know. I'm the accountant, so... I figure, and here's the deal: it's a, it's a, it's a, a majority vote. You want to do it, and I agree with it. So, okay. but, but Wyatt's got oh, his I hand up. Oh, I got a thumbs up, up from the glass. Okay, the, the glasses Wyatt, give me thumbs up. Wyatt's good with it too. So the referee, the, the, they okay, called New York. New York says, "Good to go." All right, this is normally when I ask you to like take us on a lap around the track, but then I realize you haven't raced on this. I have not raced on this one. So speedway, I, hey, so. I can take you on a lap. The same thing you get. Watch it. <laughs> Well, and that's kind of what it'll be. So it's no, it's, it, look, it's going to be a fun race to watch. I mean, first time back on a track we've already been on, that should be good for this car, and we'll see the changes. Remember, had tire problems last time. I don't foresee the tire problems this time. Well, that's pretty much it for our show on Gone Racing this week. Uh, tune in this weekend. Watch the Quaker State 400 Atlanta. Should be an incredibly exciting race. We'll come back. We'll break down Atlanta and turn our attention toward New Hampshire next week on Gone Racing. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.